0: happy and I should be so feel so fulfilled because I have all this thing mm. but there is something in us that says I feel like i made for more I feel like I have more to give mm-hmm. and that will always feel unanswered there will always be this restlessness this unsettledness if we don't answer that call That's and so. I do believe it's like we're here to grow and we Keep growing the whole time we're here.
1: Uh, I I totally totally agree with that. I, I don't think that when we're done raising kids or whatever we've done or done with one career that we're done. If mm-hmm. if you're still on this planet, there's a purpose for your life. There's mm-hmm. uh, and I and I believe God, the divine, the universe, whatever you call that higher power, that that it calls us to evolve. Welcome, I'm Dawn Mathis and this is To Your Greatness. Every day you give so much of yourself to those you love. Through this podcast, I'll guide you on a journey to reawaken the greatness that lies within you. In each episode, you'll hear incredible stories of transformation from me and my guests that will inspire you to design and manifest a life that is in harmony with your soul's purpose. You are meant to live the life you'd love. Hello everyone, this is Dawn Mathis, and this is To Your Greatness, our podcast. Today we have a guest, her name is Vanna Davis, and uh, she is a certified life coach And she specializes, I love this, she specializes in midlife confidence. Hmm. You know, and I know some of you are like, well, that's an oxymoron. Well, you know, it doesn't have to be. And that's why Vana's here. She's going to talk to us a little bit. Let me just uh, go into her bio a little bit uh, for you. So Vana has always known how to work hard and get things done. Sounds like a lot of us out there. And from the outside, everything looked like she was doing pretty well in life and everything was calm. But what she was dealing with was something called high-functioning burnout, dealing with difficult feelings by working harder. But you know what? Those feelings just didn't go away. And it wasn't until she worked with a coach who could help her see into her own head Teach her how to take charge, and help her think in ways that served her better. And now she does that for other women. Vanna Davis. Vanna, welcome to the show. We appreciate you being here with us.
0: Thanks, Don. I appreciate being here. I look forward to this.
1: You know, when I um, was looking at your website, I, I saw in the middle of your top toolbar there it said the midlife. Purpose project course. Right. I love that. I love love those kinds of things. Midlife purpose project. Words that, as women, especially the word project, we all are very familiar with. But tell us, what is the midlife purpose project course?
0: Well, there are so many of us who hit midlife. And like you mentioned before, we like to call it a midlife crisis, <laughs> uh-huh. and I like to like think of it as let's find our midlife confidence, uh-huh. and so much of that revolves around what is my purpose now when so many things are changing, uh-huh. and maybe the things that kept us so busy for many years aren't there or they're different now, uh-huh. and so I was running into a lot of women who are questioning, what do I want to do with my life now? feeling restless, feeling unsettled. And so that was the issue I wanted to resolve with this course, looking at, well, how do we find what our purpose is and how can we make it that process very practical? Mm-hmm. I also wanted to make it less overwhelming. I don't know about you, Don, but yes. <laughs> there are times when it just feels so big to figure out what your purpose is.
1: Right. Yeah, we have to yeah. take it in, in small bits. So, so if someone comes to you and says, uh, "Vanna, the kids are gone. I think you're a mother of four, right? Right. And your kids, your kids are out of the house now. Yeah.
0: Yep, they're all grown up.
1: Yeah, that's that's a tough one. Um, mm-hmm. So, if someone comes to you that 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 had a similar thing. I mean, her, her identity was wrapped up in raising her children and making sure they became upstanding citizens and they got to school and, you know, now they're maybe getting married and you have grandkids. What, what, what is one of the things that you tell women that come to you, uh, and they are feeling overwhelmed and, and saddened maybe because their identity is no longer, they, they, they're kind of free-floating. It seems, at least when mm-hmm. I've talked to them. It's like, mm, my, there was a, a therapist that once said, "If you are what you do, and you don't, then you're not." Mm. Or yeah, that's if, really good. I like to say, if you if you are what you if you aren't what you did anymore, are you not? You know, it's just like, what mm-hmm. are we? Who are we? So, what would be um, a couple of the first things then that you would tell? Uh, women that come your way with a similar background that you've had?
0: Well, I think you really landed on it. Like it starts with identity mm. and I believe that purpose integrates who we are with what we do. Mm. And so you have to know who you are first. <laughs> so, so much of the course that I created, the midlife purpose project, like it, it, the first thing to do is figure out who you are and who you wanna be. Mm. So we go through a lot of exercises about, well, what's your personality? And what, do you want, what are the top three elements of your personality that you really wanna build and capitalize on? What do you want people to know about you and, mm. and, and notice about you? Your values, your talents and skills, life experiences, are there life experiences you've had that completely prepared you to maybe help other people through a similar situation? Yeah. You know, what do you already have a passion that you're really feel a like calling to, or not? Um, and you know, just all of those things first, so that. Since a purpose expresses who you are, you really want to know who you are <laughs> and, and yeah. who you want to be now.
1: Yes, I, I totally agree. Um, I'm uh, I'm taking a two-year certification in equine coaching. I just started it. Mm,
0: um, fun.
1: Yeah, just because I've always wanted to do something with horses and for whatever reason worked all the time and didn't do anything. And now I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do this. Um, but yes, values is, is so the coach Mm -hmm. I have is like, what are your values? (laughs) Yeah. And here I am. I'm a life coach. I'm saying it right now. I'm, I'm on the air and I'm saying I'm a life coach. And I I could say a handful, but she said, I want you to come up with a page and then, and then boil it down Mm -hmm. to 10. And then I want you to boil it down to four and it was unbelievable how difficult it was for me and you know and some people you know those techie techie women out there would might go online say I'm going to google values and then I'll just pick from that list well Mm -hmm. that's cheating I, (laughs) I think it's just ask yourself Ask mm-hmm. your, your inner self, what are my values? And, and when we ask the question like that to ourselves and then listen for the answer, the answer will come. And the answer did come. I came up with 52. And, uh, you know, I'm working on that. That's one of my assignments. And I, I totally agree with you. Um, and one of my mentors says that our values guide our thoughts.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounds like you're really going through this process that we're talking about even now. And I love that because our life purpose unfolds over time. We don't figure it out all at once. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, It's, it's so true. Um, and just taking it in stages. I mean, um, it's not like making four kids lunches for the next day and you know, you're done. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's much slower and more purposeful than that. And it's the limelight and the spotlight is on ourselves. And I, do you think sometimes that that's hard for us as, as women, I I will be very frank with you. I've only had four legged kids. So, um, (laughs) that's why I'm asking you, uh, um, but but i remember how my mom was and she she just felt a little lost when we were all gone she was she couldn't wait for us to leave and then when we did right that, then she was like what are we going to do with the rest of my life then she figured it out but right yeah i
0: think that's true of so many mothers is that they can't wait for that time and they'll have more time for themselves but they've spent years and years and years practicing putting other people first and then they feel so guilty spending any time, any resources on themselves. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a thing that uh, it's something that I do hope a lot of women get past so that they can get on with what they're, what they really want to do next yeah. And I think it's interesting. Life is designed and I think it's divinely designed mm-hmm. for us to have this phase. Like we were not generally meant to be involved in the same things, whether that's parenting or even the same job for our entire, entire lives. We get this phase mm-hmm. of our life where we get to like integrate everything that we've experienced and do something really profound with it
1: yeah i i I agree so uh so would you say that when you're working with with women that are coming out of this you know now what do i do phase you know like the little chicken that breaks out of the egg you've seen the poster and he looks Mm -hmm. he looks at the camera and he's like now what (laughs) what do i do now I love that yeah. that uh, that poster, and, and I, I think it's us. Sometimes it's like, what's what's next? Um, mm-hmm.
0: One of the things that I wanted to do in this course is to make it less overwhelming. There's mm-hmm. actually something called purpose anxiety that researchers have did de- de- that researchers have defined. Mm. Which is like we talk so much about finding your purpose or your calling or your life mission. And it feels so big and important that we just get stalled and are terrified to make a decision. We think we have to understand it all at once and, and see it and just feel mm. it and know what it's going to be. And I just think that's really a myth of how it works yeah like i I, mentioned before i think it unfolds and i think it can start um with very small things so in the course i talk about micro missions so instead of like oh yeah i'm going to keep thinking about this until (laughs) my life mission is revealed to me let's just come up with something that sounds really fun and doable but not overwhelming and do it for six weeks, or do Mm. it for even one day, or do it for three months, and just know from the very beginning, this is kind of a self-discovery experiment, something fun, but also has all the three elements of purpose. And I feel like um, every good purpose has these three elements, The first one is that it helps you grow in some way. Mm -hmm. So there's their self-development aspect of it. The second one is that you help others in some way. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And the third is that you really care deeply about it. And those things set purpose apart from just entertainment. It's more than just finding something to occupy your time. More than just like, Getting all your photos organized or cleaning out your garage, which I often hear women say they just can't wait to do, which is fine, but I think that purpose has like a bigger vision to it. I don't know how do you feel about your own purpose? Can you see how those three things kind of
1: I, I totally come out through it. I mean, and these are, these are very similar to, um, to the aspects of what a dream is or what a vision is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, uh, I mean, I think, I mean, and, and yes, I've cleaned out my closet many times and, um, photos, not, not so much, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's things that I, that I want to do and I love my house to look nice and, and I love to organize and have my office organized and, and you know, and things like that. But those, those are to do's. Yes. Those are, those are tasks. And I love what you said about uh, the elements of, of purpose being something that helps you grow. It helps others in some way. And it's something that, that you care about. And, and mm-hmm. I think, um, I think you need all three because, Action is not always the easiest thing for us to do, especially if we're not sure about this whole finding our purpose thing. Um, And sometimes I think, well, my partner is is retired and she has been retired for five or six years. And I just remember her going, I'm just waiting for you to come home so I can have something to do. And I'm just like, oh, God. You know, and, and she hadn't found her purpose yet. Mm-hmm. She hadn't found it. And, you know, I mean, there's things that we love to do together and, you know, and, you know, spiritual things and, and, um, have people over and help people out and, and, and things like that. But, um, yeah, she hadn't, she hadn't discovered her purpose and mine. I'm, I'm still going strong. I'm still working. And, and now I have this, this, at the age of sixty-two, that's a two-year course that I'm taking um, to um, add equine into my coaching.
0: I love that so much.
1: Equine like and Gestalt just, and yeah. Gestalt, which I'm like, gonna learn what that is exactly. But um, uh-huh. yeah, and so uh, she, so here she is thinking, well. You're 62, three more years. And I'm like, oh no, (laughs) I'm just getting started.
0: (laughs) Right. Isn't that wonderful that today we realize we don't have to stop. We can keep contributing keep being involved in the world. Keep enjoying all of this.
1: Oh, absolutely. And you know what? Sometimes you have to have gray hair or nobody will listen to you. So, um, I, I, I really, I really love your, your, your three, um, tenets of, of purpose. I think that's very helpful. And I love also, and, and I, I use that word too. Well, two words, fun. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. it's an experiment. It's an experiment. You don't have to like write it in stone or, you know, stamp it in your concrete driveway or anything. It's just an experiment. Just yes. try it. it it's kind of like my least favorite thing to do. It's like going to the store and trying on outfits. You know, it's, uh-huh. if you're trying on a purpose. You're trying on a passion. You're trying on a life to see how it feels, how it fits mm-hmm. or would it be great, but you just want to tweak it or, or have it tailored mm-hmm. this way. Um,
0: That's why I love the idea of micro missions and thinking of it as temporary. Mm -hmm. A temporary, you know, like you said, an experiment or experience to see what does feel good, what do I want to keep, what do I want to leave behind, what do I find out I don't like, and totally have permission to run into some dead ends. (laughs) I remember I, um, at one point... I had wondered if I wanted to go back and get a teaching degree and be a teacher. Mm. And I substitute taught for a while, and I found out for sure I did not want to go back and be a teacher. And that was fine. I'm glad I had that dead end, because then I never had to wonder later, oh, I wonder if I should have been a teacher. Yeah. But I just found out I loved being with the kids, but I did not love keeping them on track all day long and... Mm -hmm having to follow the policies of the education system and, you know, all of that didn't oh, yeah. fit for me. So.
1: Yeah. You you can be with kids and enjoy kids without going through all the, the politics and policies and procedures uh, and disgruntled parents and, mm-hmm. and discipline and all that stuff that goes with being a teacher and, um, so I, I think it's great yeah, I'm a, and, totally
0: and, give credit for teachers oh who do that because we need them but it wasn't for me <laughs> well and,
1: but that's great that you did the that little micro mission because you mm-hmm. realized that that you value kids you just don't want to teach them <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> not in a formal sense and I, I and and you're right had you had you not taken that micro mission or that simple, small action step, you would Mm -hmm. never know. And you might be second guessing yourself the rest of your life because you did not try it on.
0: Right. It it answers a question in your mind that you can just put that to rest. So it's never wasted time. People are afraid they'll waste time. Nothing that you engage in with an intention to go help people and see how you can get involved and, any of that it's not wasted
1: right and so you're talking about intentionality uh, Mm -hmm. going forward with intention being um going on a discovery um having an experiment um trying on a possible future or a possible passion i love that yeah so so a lot of women um and maybe you and for sure me, um, this would describe me at one point, we get stuck and, and we're not sure how to become unstuck with, I mean, just feeling like we're stopped, like there's no juice, there's no gas in the mm-hmm. tank. And maybe that's what you meant by the high functioning burnout. Um, mm-hmm. And, and you know, sometimes I, I feel that with myself and and. What, what would you say to someone that maybe is just like you know what I, I have nothing left. I have no gas in the tank, and they're in that burnout stage.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What, what is something that you do to help them refuel?
0: We always look inside. What are they thinking? Mm-hmm. It's always our thoughts. Mm-hmm. About the situation that are creating some feeling that is then leading us to feel burned out, and that's kind of the opposite of what we've been told by the culture. Often you'll hear self care suggestions like go take a bubble bath or you know eat chocolate or whatever. Those are (laughs) nice experiences, sure they are, but they don't get to the issue that is creating right. the feeling of burnout or being drained or whatever that is. And so whatever circumstance we're in, maybe we can change it. But if we can't change it or we don't want to change it because there's reasons that we want to keep that circumstance, we can work on our thoughts. And that is where I just see the most powerful work. That's what helped me. It's where I helps so many women think about it in a new way, see how they're creating the experience that they have right now with their thoughts, and that's never about blame.
1: Right.
0: It's always about, "Oh, let's take our power back." Mm. Because that's the best news in the world if it if you can change the way you feel with the way that you're thinking then you don't have to wait for other people to change. You don't have to wait for circumstances to change. Right.
1: right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I, I totally, totally uh, agree with all that. Um, so, clarity. How do you... Um, How important do you think uh, clarity is in this process um, with your project for women?
0: I, you might be surprised at this answer, but I don't think it's important.
1: Clarity is not important.
0: Clarity, we give it so much power thinking that we can't move forward until we can see our Mm. path clearly. And I don't think the path becomes clear until you start taking those first steps and you might just see the next few steps and then the more it's like we talked about the more experience you have the more you understand oh Hmm. this is what i feel good about this is what i don't and then things become clearer and clearer over time but you don't have to have clarity to get started
1: well let me, and I think, and I think part of the, the challenge is, is the different definitions of clarity for me. Clarity yeah, it's a not, broad word. <laughs> yeah, it is. It totally is. Um, and so um, in, in my work, um, it's what would you love is kind mm. of our, our mantra. What What would I love? What would I love? And then, you know, like you said, you do some self-discovery, which I love mm. that you said that and the the clarity for me is uh, is in the what, not the how mm-hmm. um, because if we had to wait around, if we had to depend on the how to determine what our what is we we would never really grab the 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 passion or the purpose that we want because. Um, we can't figure out how to do it well. Part mm-hmm. of the definition of a vision, a, at least in in my training and my belief, is is that your business is not the how, it's the what. Yeah. And um, it's it's like if I may quote a, a scripture um, that I absolutely love because it fits right into this um, in in the Holy Land, which I, I had the the gift of visiting right before COVID. Um, February 2020. Um, mm. It's such a rocky place, and um, I'm just like, how did these people do this back then? And um, I went with a, a mentor of mine and and some other people. We went on a pilgrimage, and she said that what they used to do, that they, they their mission, their vision was to to take care of their sheep and and uh, keep them safe. And they did it at night because it was so flipping hot. And so they had foot lamps on their feet. And they could only see the very next step. And I remember she quoted a scripture, and I don't know where it is exactly, but it was, thy word is a lamp unto my feet. So your purpose, your purpose is the what, the how comes exactly like you said. When you take a step, The next step is revealed. Mm -hmm. So for me. I
0: love that image so much.
1: Yeah. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. So our what is a lamp. Our what with our action steps, with like what you were talking about, that's Uh the lamp unto our feet. And it's just one step at a time. We don't Mm -hmm. know what, we don't know how. If we knew how, it's a worthy goal. A vision, you don't know how so vision right. and I don't know I use them synonymously maybe it's not a great idea but
0: no I think well, there's so many beautiful words like our destiny or legacy mm-hmm. or all kinds of things that refer to the same thing
1: yeah yeah
0: I, I I totally agree with you and also I will say that my course does help women get out of confusion and make some decisions. And I suppose oh. you would call that clarity. Maybe I wasn't yes. thinking of it that way. Yeah. But to your point, for example, here's an example of a micro mission someone might do.
1: Sure, love to hear it. Let's
0: say that they um, decided they, they've they had a life experience about um, a family member who's had a chronic illness. Mm. And so I hope to help them see, okay, for this micro mission I want to like you said the what I want to help families thrive when a family member has a chronic illness and then help them narrow it down who do they want to help maybe they could decide they want to help mothers who have an autoimmune disease and they're raising children and teenagers right now mm. and they see a need that they can oh sorry they see a need they can fill that these moms get discouraged and and they need support So that's a great what and that is more clear, you know, of, oh, okay. now that I know my what I can start to take those steps into how. Yeah. Can I do something small for that group?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, One of my other statements I love, um, and it's not mine. I borrowed it from somebody that I have long forgotten who it came from, is that progress is more important than perfection mm-hmm just take a step doesn't have to be big it can just be a tiny shift but it makes all the difference step
0: yeah step. momentum comes when we start moving right. we never get that momentum just sitting still
1: right you have to overcome inertia mm-hmm. learn that in physics that's not all <laughs> i remember about physics <laughs> But inertia inertia and friction so uh, yeah I, I I love what you're what you're saying um so yeah why is it so important for women in midlife to do this work to to do the discovery mm-hmm. work with you would you say
0: I really believe we just have this drive to keep growing and we will feel unfulfilled and dissatisfied if we don't answer it. Mm -hmm. And we can even be very happy in our lives and have lots of things that we're grateful for. For example, I love my four grown-up children. I have, um, my husband and I have been married 39 years and we're very happy together. I'm really involved in my faith. I have all of these good things And sometimes women will look at that and say, I feel guilty. I should be so happy and I should be so, feel so fulfilled because I have all this thing. Mm. But there is something in us that says, I feel like I made for more. I feel like I have more to give. Mm -hmm. And that will always feel unanswered. There will always be this restlessness, this unsettledness if we don't answer that call. And I do believe it's like, we're here to grow and we keep growing the whole time we're here. Uh,
1: I, I totally, totally agree with that. I, I don't think that when we're done raising kids or whatever we've done or done with one career that we're done. If mm-hmm. if you're still on this planet, there's a purpose for your life. There's, mm-hmm. um, and I, and I believe God, the divine, the universe, whatever you call that higher power, that, that it calls us to evolve into a higher, even higher version of ourselves than we are. And mm-hmm. if, if, uh, another quote, if, you know, if we just sit around laying around in a pile because we're done raising kids or we're done with our job, you know, uh, we're either growing or we're dying. Is the yes. bottom line, and I like to say it this way: you know, it, it, the next thing, the next step after ripe is rotten. So keep uh. growing. keep <laughs> growing. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. So, let me ask you, uh, uh, if I may, a personal question. Um, mm-hmm. So, what what led you to this work? What led you to working with midlife women specifically?
0: I went through it myself. Mm. Well, I'm 60 now, and midlife, it's such an interesting, like, definition. You ask people what they think midlife is. Traditionally, you would think kind of 40 to 60-ish, but it's more well, of a stage 70. than an age, right?
1: Well, but, the, the closer you get yeah. to 60, the more, the, the more midlife is 70 or 80.
0: <laughs> yeah, But actually researchers out there are actually saying we have a second midlife now because we live so much longer. And so maybe Mm. 60 to 80 is the second midlife. And so we get to do this process a lot, (laughs) like figuring out what we want to do next. And, um, you know, I had gone through it for 20 years myself and saw it in my friends and just felt like, oh, there's just such a need here. Mm-hmm. And such untapped potential in women of a certain age. Yes. They have so much to offer. And I do see some women who feel like they're just getting through day to day now. Like they don't have a longer goal. It's like they love their grandkids and, you know, they're involved with their church or the things that come their way, but they haven't really thought about what about my personal expression, my stamp to leave on the world.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I, so, I so agree with you and, um, I just, I, I think the work you're doing is, is, is wonderful work. And, um, you know, someone asked me the other day, uh, so you're, you're having a, a life coach on your podcast and you're a life coach. Isn't that like a dumb idea? And I just, you know, my feeling is that we, we all have people that resonate with the way we show up in the world, the way we coach, the way we are, Um, you know, for instance, you know, somebody may not relate to me. I didn't raise four kids. Um, I was one of four kids, but that's, (laughs) you know, it's different. And if someone wants someone that resonates with, or has had a similar experience, um, you know, I, I want people to know those people, which is, which is why, Vana, you know, I, um, wanted you on the, on the podcast was great, great. Because there's plenty, there's plenty of people out there, and uh, and mm-hmm. I just you know, and and you have um, you know, I, I've interviewed a, a few other life coaches as well, and you you have um, like one gentleman, I I was on his podcast actually, um, he was a, a spiritual leader at a at a church. Um, I love the fact that that you have a, a faith basis in in your coaching um i think it's mm-hmm. important it's it's important yeah. that people know you know it, we're not it's not woo woo that we're trying to teach it's it's about you you and I love there's, you know what we, we're all different and we all have different experiences and there's plenty of people to choose from out there but i I just want to tell you, I I love um, your website, I love your story, uh, and I love the way, um, the soft, calming way that that you come across with how you work with people, how you work with women.
0: Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I totally agree that we need lots of life coaches or all kinds of healers who Mm -hmm. Can relate to somebody because we're also unique, and we need certain type of care and attention. Absolutely, that resonates with us. Yeah.
1: Absolutely, Vaughn. I wanted to ask you: Is there is there something on your heart that um, that you would like to share with us? Maybe a question that I didn't ask that you'd want to answer. Right now, is there something Hmm. you would like to say to the women that are listening to the podcast?
0: I'd love to share that I just have this vision of thousands and thousands of women in midlife who are just carrying out thousands of micro missions around the world Hmm. and just bringing so much light and love into the world. This are really challenging times and we are needed. And I just feel like it'd be so rewarding and fulfilling for each woman to just carry out like one, one micromission after another as they figure out what their, what their role is, what, what they can find meaningful to do. Because I truly be, believe like bees in a beehive, if everybody just does their little part, it just changes everything.
1: Changes the world. Mm-hmm. One micro mission at a time, for sure. Right. So, Vana, if people want to reach out to you, uh, your website is VanaDavis.com. And mm-hmm. Vana is spelled V A U N A. Davis, D A V I S. VanaDavis.com. Um, you also have a podcast.
0: It's the Midlife Confidence Podcast.
1: Okay. And they can find that on Spotify and all, all regular platforms.
0: All the regular platforms. Um, my course is on the website as well and I'm on Instagram at Vauna Davis.
1: Wonderful. Wonderful. And we'll have all that information in our show notes, um, uh, for all our listeners, because some people like me, um, drive a lot. And, um, we listen to these things and we don't want to stop and grab a piece of paper necessarily, um, while we're navigating traffic, um, with maybe grandkids or four-legged furry kids in the car. So, um, so we will have that on, on our, in our show notes for everyone. Vana Davis, everyone. Vana, I want to thank you again for your time, your talent. You, I can tell that you have a wonderful light about you, and uh, I'm just glad there's people in the world like you, and like you said, especially during these, these difficult times. So thank you. Thank you so much for being with us. Well, everyone, that concludes another awesome episode with another awesome guest. And this is To Your Greatness with Dawn Mathis. I am Dawn Mathis and take care, be safe, and love each other. See you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me on To Your Greatness. If you're inspired by what you heard and are ready to take a deeper dive into your own life's purpose, I'd love to offer you a complimentary life reflection session. In this session, I'll help you get clear about what's been holding you back and how you can rediscover the greatness that lies within you. If this is something you would love, I invite you to head to my website, toyourgreatness.net, where you can take the first step in this journey. Spots are limited, so claim yours today. You are so much more than what you do for others. I believe there is a dream inside you just waiting to be fulfilled. If you agree, I invite you to take that first step and visit www.toyourgreatness.net right now. I can't wait to meet with you. My name is Dawn Mathis, and this is To Your Greatness. Remember, your greatness lies within you. See you next time. And if you enjoyed today's episode, I invite you to subscribe and keep listening. Remember to like share, and review this podcast to help other listeners like you find their way to this heart-centered community. Thank you so much.